Ah, do you wish there was something better to listen to on that awful commute to work or that tedious temper tantrum filled school run? Look no further and listen to a game of two halves. Hello. Hello. Are you there? Yes, you. No. Okay. You all right? I'm very well. I'm very well. I haven't seen you in a long time. You're not even funny. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not even trying to be funny, bish. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to episode nine of A Game of Two Halves with me, Dylan. And me, Kirsty. It just doesn't have the same ring to it. Well, I'm so sorry that I was given a crap name. You <laughs> Harsh. I don't like it. Uh, well, you need to change it to maybe like something Morium. with... Morium. No. No, you do not like Morium. Dylan and Moriam. <laughs> Actually, it's got... <laughs> anyway, apologies for the delay. About three to four months. Life. It's Kirsty's fault. Sorry, it's Moriam's fault. Um, what have I done? It's your f- goddamn fault. No, it's not. It's family fault. Oh, would you like Families. to... Families. Would you like to elaborate on that? Do you really want us to go in <laughs> no. to it? No, no, people don't need to know that shit. <laughs> I know, it would take too long anyway. Way, way too much has happened. As always, mm-hmm. as always. But we're back at it and we're going to be playing some trivia and some games and some other things and bits and bobs and this bits and phones. Yes. All the good shit that you're used to. Okay, we're going to hop to it then. I would clap, but you've told us not to move in my chair. <laughs> who is who are you? Shall we hop to it? No, we shouldn't hop. 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 So I don't know if you remember, but last time mm. Oh shut up. I'm not even gonna talk about that yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming though. Yeah. Uh we talked about we did a what's that noise and um it was well. We start. We need to continue with that, I think, because nobody guessed it. And I can't even remember if anybody guessed it at all. I think it might be too hard for them, to be honest. I can't even remember the noise. Well, I'll, I'll play the noise for you. Oh, thank you. Is that all right? That would be helpful. Okay. What's that noise? What's that sound? Absolutely what? shot myself because it was I a wasn't slight delay. <laughs> expecting that. I was actually just expecting the noise. Well, that wasn't the noise. <laughs> but this is the noise, okay? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. And again. Do you know what it is? Is it? Can I guess? Well, as long as you don't get it right, yeah. Can well, I on. can't see what that says. Oh. What is it then? So... <laughs> <laughs> so take it a sounds guess. <laughs> like someone dropping a spoon. No, that was last time. So if oh. you would like to take a guess at that, just go on. Stop tutting. All right, Bugs Bunny, on sit tw- down. <laughs> on Twitter, you're not even funny. You on know. Twitter. On Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter. On Twitter. On Facebook. All of the good stuff on the gram website. Uh-huh. At go 2 halves and www.gameof2.com. So that's the noise. I'll play it for you one more time. I don't like the delay, mind. I have to admit, I'm, I'm used to instantaneous... Noisage. Yes, but... 
<sighs> we'll have to deal with that. Okay. So are you ready for some trivia time? Yes. Are we going to spin the wheel of what? Yes, we're going to spin the wheel of what? We no, have a wheel. Uh, we have a couple of new games on there. Uh, we have an all about Britain quiz, which will totally is. <laughs> we have um, all about them tunes, which is a music style Chuan. quiz. And do you want to do you want to, do you want to spin the the wheel, more? Oh, am I allowed to move in my chair? No. <laughs> get lost. You get lost. Chugga, 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 chugga. So we are playing Who Wants to Be a Person Who Wins Nothing at All. Turn your radio up! Who wants to be a person who wins nothing at all? Me. <laughs> so you asked the questions last time. So First. I'll... We take it in turns. So. Yes, we take it in turns. So, okay. So the rules. Again. <laughs> I didn't record it last time. The rules of who wants to be a person who wins nothing at all. You got all the way to the bottom as well. I know. There's like one more sentence to read out. And then you're like, uh, have you pressed record? No. Why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I didn't record the whole game. True. So the classic game with a twist. I'm getting deja vu. And you're like, you don't actually win any money. Points to definitely not equal prizes. 15 multiple choice questions will be asked. There'll be four possible answers to choose from. Once you answer one question incorrectly, it's game over and you cannot continue. Any points accumulated will be added to your score. You will start the game with four cheats. These are the following. 50-50. Remove two incorrect answers, leaving one incorrect and one incorrect answer to pick from. Skip. You can skip this question and will be given another. Defer. Defer the question to your opponent. Be careful. If they answer correctly, you will lose a point. However, they will lose a point if they answer incorrectly. This is essentially another skip, however, may help or hinder your opponent. If you lose a point at this stage, you may still continue to play. Help me. You ask your opponent the answer to your question. If they answer incorrectly, it's game over. Answer correctly and you win the point. Your opponent will have to be fair and answer honestly to the best of his or her ability. Every question you answer correctly, you will win one point. Answer questions five and ten correctly and you will receive a bonus point for each. If you manage to get all of the way to question 15 and answer this correctly, you'll receive an extra five bonus points. The maximum points that can be won during this game is 22. Due to the nature of the game and the generous cheats given at the start, you may not at any point buy any additional cheats and you cannot buy lives or extra turns with banked points. Do you understand, Morium? No. Tough. Are you ready to begin, Kirsty? Done then. Okay, question numero one. If you can keep track of the scores, please, that'd be nice. Mm -hmm. What is the name... This is a good start, read it wrong already. What name is given to the head of the state of Brunei, or Brunei? A. Sultan, B. Singer, C. Santa, (laughs) D. Sinbad. Has to be the first one. Sultan. Mm -hmm. You sure? No. Sultan is the correct answer, so well done. That is one point in the bag. So he's a sultana. Yes, like a he's, a, he's a fruit. <laughs> Who is the author of Pride and Prejudice? The author? The author of Pride and Prejudice. Oh, my God. A. Jane Austen, 
B. Agatha Christie, C. William Shakespeare, or D. Bernard Shaw? Jane Austen. You sure? Yes. That is correct. So you now have two points. How are you feeling about that? Buzzam. So which animals commonly kept as pets are subject of a musical by Andrew Lloyd Webber? Cass. <laughs> I'll read the answers okay. for the audience. A. Gerbils, B. Rabbits, C. Cats or D. Hamsters. So you see, What are you giggling for? Because... Really though, there's, have you ever heard of a player called Gerbils? Yes. Really? Well, what is it? What, I'm not going to. So C. Cats. Are you going no. for? Okay. Drum roll, please. Brrr. So that is correct. You now have three points. How are you feeling? Pumped. Good. Which British golfing tourney won the US Open Championship in 1970? A. Horde, B. Jacqueline, C. Scott, D. Holmes. No idea. Can I skip this question, please? You may skip the question, yeah. <laughs> what was she Guevara known as? The 25th president of the USA, B. A revolutionary, C. CEO of General Motors, or D. Prime Minister of India? I'm torn between CEO of General Motors... And, no, he was a revolutionary. You sure? Yes. Be a revolutionary. That is correct. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So, there's how many on now? Four. Four. Ooh. In a 2003 movie, Jack Black taught at the (laughs) school of what? What? A, rock. B, hard knocks. C, life. D, well-behaved children. (laughs) Ooh, toughy. Rock. A, rock, yeah? Yeah. We said rock and we were correct, so you have five points and you get an additional bonus point. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Next question. What plant does the Colorado beetle attack? A, cabbage, B, carrot, C, potato, D, lettuce. Do I look like a fucking botanist? Yes. Um, can I defer this question, please? So you you wanna you wanna ask me this question? Yes. So for, as a reminder, if you defer the question to your opponent, which is me, um, if if I answer correctly, you will lose a point. However, I will lose a point if I don't answer it correctly. Yes. So what plant does the Colorado beetle attack? Right. Do you know this question? <laughs> no, but I'm gonna go with a really obscure answer because it's probably not going to be right and I don't have a clue anyway. So I'm going to go with C, potato. Potato! <laughs> uh, You're oh, such a... get absolutely wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> so how many minutes does it take rays from the sun to reach the earth? A6, B8, C12, D10. Can I have a 50-50, please? Uh, yeah. So, B8 or C12? Awesome. That wasn't either of the answers I was going to choose. So that's nice. Um, you still have a help me? Help me. You really want me to help? <laughs> no. Um, I was going to pick 10, so I'll go for 12. Right, you sure? No. What's your final answer, please? 12. Will you just... Click it. So we're going C12. Um, wah, wah, wah. So, 
How many points, please, Chrissy? I got five in total. I did knock you back one, though, so... Yes, <laughs> that was minus me bonus point. Now, back the fuck off. <laughs> right, sake. so are you ready to ask me the questions? Yes. Hold on, I've got a 30-second ad. Oh, my God. What's the ad for? I don't know. It doesn't say it, but it's like it's basically like Space Invaders. Right. Look at the Beatles. They're going poof. That's wonderful. Well, I'm stuck watching it for another 10 seconds, so enjoy it, bitch. Well, why do we not just buy the app? Well, Honestly. Be, be, because you're a cheapskate. Oh, no, that's not true at all. Back off. It's called Galaxy Shooter. No, sorry. Galaxy Attack Alien Shooter. Oh, right. It's a free app. Okay, that's Enjoy, great. guys. Wonderful. Okay, so. <laughs> Oh my god. This is going somewhere. Right, you ready? Question yes. one. Nushwastein Castle is in which country? France, Italy, Germany, Australia. Would you like to have a look at the spelling? Yes, please. It has to be Germany. I didn't think it could be anything else, to be fair. Yeah. That is correct. Uh, what was the only South American team to compete in both the 1934 and 1938 FIFA World Cups? Wow. Italy. Okay. Um, Italy, which is a very, you know, very big don't, South American yes, country. I get it. Hungary. <laughs> France. Or Brazil. I'll let you think about that for a second because... Are you actually joking? Don't look at me. Only one of them countries is in... Well, I understand that, but... So, obviously, out of them, it will be Brazil, right? But they haven't just competed in the 1934 and the 1938 FIFA World Cups? No, it... But it doesn't say that. It says, what was the only South American team to compete in both these two? Well, obviously it's Brazil. <laughs> Why did you even have to think about that? Well, it's, uh, the question through is, man, I understand that the rest of them aren't in South America. I'm not stupid. Okay, Moriam. <laughs> mm-hmm. Valentino Rossi stood out in which sport? Formula One. That is not one of the answers available. (laughs) Golf, baseball, windsurfing, MotoGP. MotoGP. I knew it was one of them. (laughs) Rodrigo Diaz de Vivar, an 11th century Spanish military leader, is better known by what name? El Jim, El Beetle, El Cid, El Tel. Oh, my God. Let me just speak to me Spanish ancestors. Jesus, because I look at the, uh, the if questions. You, if you want to get them on the phone, they'll be fine. <laughs> Rodrigo Diaz de Vival, an 11th century Spanish military leader, is better known than what, by what name? El Jim, El Beetle, El Cid, El Tel. Can I skip the question, please? Mm-hmm. This is just what a stupid question. What is the name of famous mountain that overlooks Cape Town in South Africa? 
bearing in mind you work with a number of South African colleagues. Table, chalice, divan, plate. Well, it never comes up in conversation. Oh, by the way... Do you know them mountains? In your home, in your hometown, what they're called? You know them, the ones... Sounds like divan. Can I have a 50-50, please? Table or chalice? Oh, for God's sake, so none of the ones no. I was thinking of. The mountains that overlook Cape Town. Yes, yes in South Africa. Table or chalice? Tabel, chalet. <laughs> Does that help? No. <laughs> <laughs> I could. It's an absolute stab in the dark, but I'm gonna go with table. Tense. I didn't know which one you're gonna choose. Yes. So now you can go in and be like bitches. <laughs> Did you know <laughs> the table behind you? <laughs> right. In which Arizona town was the gunfight at the OK Corral in 1881? Sly Stone, Tombstone. Rolling Stone, Moonstone. I'm going to go with Tombstone. Yes. That is correct. Continue. Right. City of Petra is in which country? Greece, Jordan, Japan or Ireland? The city of Petra. Possibly completely wrong, but I'm going to go with Greece. It was in the city of Jordan. Well, you see, I would have never have chose Jordan. 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 <laughs> so what was my final score, please, Chrissy? Six. Ooh, so what does that mean? I have in total 148 for me. And 137 for me. So All right, sum it up. Seven. <laughs> There's only a nine difference. You can you can do that because I believe in you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I really do believe in you, okay, Morium. You just called us Kirsty. Which one is a bitch? It's any name I want you to be. You okay, Susan? No. <laughs> so that was the end of that. Who wants to be a person who wins nothing at all? And as you can see, nobody has won anything at all. I don't know. I feel like a winner. But you lost. Fuck off. I feel mind? like a winner. Well, you didn't win. You lost well, I feel like everything. I feel like a winner. No. Don't make me get the cat in here. But no, thank tell you. you. Moving on swiftly. Re- re- recommendation Station. Is there any so, need for you to jump? <laughs> Fucking hell. It's the delay, man. They just Honestly. So, in the last episode, which, you know, it was a while ago, we had... Shout out to Lindsay. We had somebody who recommended something to us, Mm. which was (laughs) Santa Claus versus the Martians. No, it wasn't versus. Conkers. Sorry. Well, Lindsay said it was versus, so blame her. Well, trust us. Anyway. It's ingrained into my memory. So, it was a movie that was brought out in 1964, Wasn't it rated like the worst films on IMDb? Yes, it was one of the worst rated films on IMDb. Mm -hmm. Um, So we watched it just earlier on and it was quite uh, spectacular. I I nearly fell asleep about six times. No, you did actually fall asleep. No, I did not. Anyway, the Martians themselves were... Let me just tell you, the special effects on point. Bang on, like... 
I've never seen. When they went to that elderly guy, the uh, the watching my flip, the wise one or whatever, whatever he was called, and then there was that really delayed poof of smoke. And then, and then you saw him walking. And then he was like, "Hello." <laughs> and also, the polar bear was a, a <gasps> pivotal point, right? In this. So, let me tell you about the polar bear. So. <laughs> It was a really badly made suit, but it was a man crawl well, it could be a woman, yeah, let's not let's not let's not discriminate. But it was basically an adult crawling around on all fours. It was really bad. Yeah. In like a in like this terrible weird suit. Terrible polar bear suit. And then the wind and oh, the wind yeah, so it was like a really strong, like, whoosh, windy noise. And their hair was perfectly still. And then she's like, and it's snowing. And there was like the tiny little specks of snow. And she's like, I'm so cold. <laughs> that kid was so twisty. And it was such a random storyline as well. Like, you, I just, I don't want to understand Are we going to explain what happened? Yeah. Or, or yeah, do you not want to ruin it? Okay. If you can bother any So the that. experience is available on YouTube. The whole, what was it? An hour and 30 minutes of our life. We're never going to get back. About an hour and 25 minutes or something. So basically, the Martians of Mars, the kids are watching Earth TV and it's around Christmas time. And they're really sad. And basically... The adults of Mars decide to steal Santa. <coughs> they bump into some random kids and decide they need to take them as well. <laughs> <laughs> because no one must know that they've taken Santa. So then they, they have this really crap robot, which only really appears for about 30 seconds because then he breaks. You know your robot was good? It looked like it was made out of cardboard tubes. I would, do you, do you honestly think, do you know how... I think a Dalek genuinely looked better back in them days. Well, like it basically looked like an old Cyberman, didn't it? Without the, with the face covered in a plastic toilet roll tube. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then he rocks into Santa's workshop and frees people. And then they nick off with Santa... And then Mrs. Claus tells the world anyway that Santa's been nicked. Do they really freeze people, though? Because they were still swaying. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> I know, right? And you could see them breathing and that. And there was a part where they, close, they did a close-up on the elves and they were swaying like ridiculous. <laughs> it was really bad. Thank like, Jimmy, stay still. <laughs> Don't breathe. Gonna dock your wages if you move one more time. Um, but basically, Santa brings... Um, Christmas cheer to um, the Martians of Mars and there's some epic fight scenes. You know, there's oh, a bit yes. of everything. Nothing. Bruce Lee's got nothing on this film. Like, like just... Just wow. You, do, it's a, you need to watch it. I think it's like... You don't need to watch re- it. <laughs> I think it's really high on the list of the worst films ever on IMDb. I would uh, personally, I, guess, yeah. I think it's you know it's one of them films no, that I watch you, over and over you again. Lit, you started laughing because you were like, "Oh my god, what are we watching?" And then at the end, you were like, "That's time I'm never going to get back." <laughs> well, it's true. So 
I'm now ne- you're telling people to watch it? So I'm never taking any recommendation from Lindsay ever again. So that was your one and only chance, Lindsay, and you blew it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, we don't have a particular recommendation for you this week. We have something to stay clear from, which is Santa Claus conquers the Martians. Well, and did you know what? He didn't even conquer the Martians. Like the Martians conquered the Martians. It wasn't a very apt title. No. Because all he did was... He got nicked, and then when he started making random jokes, and everyone was like, "Santa Claus was borderline creepy," like he was. I don't know if I don't know if I know if I would go borderline. I I, I just it's one of them. Yeah, it was an experience. <laughs> um. So yes, if you do want to. You know, have a look at that. It's on YouTube. Just type in Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. You will. It had a very catchy song. Yeah. Couldn't tell you what it said. They also spelled claws wrong, though. I know it had no E. I was going to say something, but then I'm terrible at spelling, so I didn't know if you would laugh. Unless it's like we're spelling it wrong. I don't know. No, maybe it's just an American thing because it was American. Potentially, but yes, um, I would not recommend Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, but I would recommend you watch it just for comedic value, just to see that polar bear. As soon as he came on, you weren't looking, and I was like, oh my god, look at that. I know, I'd looked away for like two (laughs) seconds, and then he was like, oh my god, you're never going to see it, oh my god, and then it came back, (laughs) and you just started wetting yourself. So yeah, I mean, they had, I'm pretty sure in the 60s, wasn't that like space race like wasn't that the the like the peak of the space thing i don't know oh it was before my time well clearly before mine as well morium but um you just well they've never been to mars let me tell you because if they look like that jesus fucking christ they're humans with fucking green hats and antennae and a green face which and then someone was like are you a tv <laughs> one of the kids why do you have antennae are you a tv yeah so it's mildly racist and it's really terrible film so they're like the faces were painted green which i'm not even gonna get into and then their arms were still like normal skin color that's just laziness did you not notice this it really bugged me <laughs> I, I just and patches of their neck Weren't green. So the moral of the story is don't watch that. But do. Yes. Hopefully the director never makes any movies again if he is still alive. I was going to say, probably (laughs) probably been there, done that, got the (laughs) t-shirt. Watch it be somebody who like created something amazing. I mean, to be honest, don't like all these CGI enhanced films, like I can't think of a great example, but maybe... Well, Captain Marvel, so much CGI in there, it's got nothing on Captain Marvel. Like, Well, I know, but you can't really compare it to a film of the, like of here and now, because they didn't have that kind of shit back then. No, no, uh, no, uh, what I meant was, it's way better than Captain Marvel. 
No, it is not. <laughs> Give over. Anyway, so we're, we're honestly boring you with this with this information. Have you made us watch it? So well, everyone else Lindsay needs to made feel me mad. watch it. No, she did not. Yes, she you did. had a choice. She literally had a gun to my head and said, "Watch this." No, she, yes, did, she not. did. It might have no, been a water didn't. pistol. She but told you about point. it ages ago, and then you were like, "We need to watch this before we do the podcast." Well, yes, we do. And to then be you polite. forced me to have tea and watch that. I, I didn't. I don't. I didn't think you. You looked very forced, mind. It was really forced. Oh, absolute bullshit! Very controlling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Turn up your me time. So, what are we talking about today, Kirsty and Kirsty's me time? So, because I kind of did recommendation station as not recommendation station i thought i would use my me time to actually recommend something oh, really? and kind of talk about it a little bit so um we love Brit- great british bake off no nope. yes we do no is it because shit. stop it <laughs> so um it started last week last thursday and and it was good it was. Um, it was cake week, wasn't it, the first week? Yeah, but I don't agree with who got cake. Anyway, I'm, I'm Yes, sorry. well, what I was going to do was I was going to go through all of the people briefly. Okay. And then we can link this on our website in relevant social media, yes? Okay. So, Alice um, is 28, she's from Essex and she's a geography teacher. There's Amelia, who's 24, from Halifax and a fashion designer. David, who's 36, London. And he's an international health advisor. <laughs> Hold on. All right, okay. Carry on. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was just going to be it. 36, London. Move <laughs> uh, on to the next person. Helena is age 40. She's from Leeds and she's an online project manager. I couldn't be any more vague if I tried. And then we've got Henry, 20. He's representing Durham. Whoop, whoop. And he is a student. There's Jamie, 20, from Surrey. And he's a part-time waiter. Michael, 26, from Stratford upon Avon, and he's a theatre. Right, hold on. He's a theatre manager slash fitness instructor. I feel like they are two polar opposite occupations. Mm. Well, unless they do a play about Unless he, by cin- theatre manager, they mean like he runs a cinema. Or he runs a surgical theatre. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what it'll be. And um, there's also. Th- Uh, Michelle, 35, from Wales. She's a print shop administrator. Phil, 56, from Essex. He's a HGV driver. Priya, 34, from Leicester. She's a marketing consultant. Rosie, 28, from Somerset. She's a veterinary surgeon. Steph, 28, from Chester. She's a shop assistant. And Dan, 32, from Rotherham, support worker. Um, So I don't want to go too much into it because I I don't know if people have watched it. Basically, Great British Bake Off is, um, there's normally 12, but this year there's 13, um, a baker's dozen, and each week they set um, challenges, so each week has a different theme. So this week was cakes, so it was all about baking cakes. Um, the first challenge is always a signature bake, so it's something that they choose, so the flavours, and they have sort of st- different rules so they might have to make like a a certain amount of tears in the cake or if it's say biscuit week they might have to make a certain number of biscuits um then the second one is the technical challenge with which they know nothing about um and they basically get some instructions and they just have to follow it to the best of their ability 
obviously if they've made it before that always helps and then the third challenge is the what's it called signature the showstopper so that's usually some sort of big ornate bake of some description um and they've got to either bring out their personality or well it's usually their personality and they've also got to like decorate it ornately as well don't they yes they do absolutely but it's good i would recommend it as well i I don't even think you have to really like bacon because obviously you don't i think it's just to see what they've made um it's now moved to channel four which was a big controversy and it's now um paul prue and then hosted by noel and sandy toxvig um, well, Noel is not surnames. No, Noel Fielding and Sandy Toxvig. And Prue Leith, Paul Hollywood. All right, okay. All right, okay. Just, putting, just making sure, filling in the gaps. All right, okay. If you acknowledge less information. Wow, wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, each week they've got a set of um, different challenges. Each week they, they name a star baker and they also sort of eliminate one person because there's 13 yes they shoot them on the spot <laughs> um because there's 13 there will be a week where they get rid of two people and that can happen at any point so i'm just going to leave it there for this week but i do want to talk about it more so if you want to follow then get watching catch up and next week we'll talk about cake week and whatever this week's meant to be i can't remember is it biscuits i think it's biscuits yep mm. By the time this podcast goes out, it could possibly be the week after, so you never know. Yeah, but when we record it, I'll be able to talk about it, it'll be fine. Okay, no problem. So yes, I would recommend it's good, just if you watch it for comedic value that I do. The stuff makes us feel hungry, and yeah. Okay? Yes. Dylan's special time. So, in Dylan's special time, I would like to talk about something that I find mildly irritating. I've just seen the headline and I'm <laughs> already peeved. And it's an it's kind of an argument of the classes, I guess. The social classes, that is. And I wouldn't necessarily say that I was... I, I wouldn't... I don't really categorise myself in a class. I almost, oh, are you above the class system, darling? Well, no, I just... I am what I am. <laughs> I am what I am. Yes, we know that. Coming out the closet, mate. Copyrighted song. So thank you very much. You can pay the the court. I will for absolutely. That. We don't, don't. So we shut up anyway. It's my time now. So we all know Waitrose, the supermarket, is for the up, snootier of shopper upper class. It's like seventy three pounds for a bottle of milk and a loaf of bread, <laughs> um, and that's on a cheap day when they've got a special offer on. So, uh, they also, I also have a Waitrose card, and I don't know why. I've because never I think there. you, for a laugh, looked to see how much it would be. And I don't know if you created an account, but then they were like, oh, darling, you need to have a card. You need to have a card to shop here, darling. Darling, have a card. And then I quickly realised that I couldn't get a week shopping for... A reasonable price. Yes, even though they had a £30 or £50 or £60, £70 spend. Yes, because you, they, you have to spend £120 just to get your champagne and your snails. Uh, okay, I think you're going a bit too far. Okay. Uh, so anyway, Waitrose has recently came under fire by one of the... Um, <laughs> under fire. 
<laughs> really? Uh, yes, came under fire by one of its frequent shopgoers. So the headline is Waitrose Shopper's Incredibly Middle Class Complaint About Seeds in Her Bread. Oh my goodness. So a woman visited her local branch of Waitrose to make a rather unusual complaint about a loaf of bread. Have you ever bought a loaf of bread, gone home and eaten half of it, only to realise that it doesn't actually taste all that good? Well, one woman, thought to be in her 50s... How the hell did the... How, why did the... How? Like Because, right, working in customer service, and I do not want to generalise in any way, but, but that's totally what I'm going to do. The most complaints you get from are business customers... Customers of sort of a wealth or sort of more standing that they feel that they've got in the business. Oh, yes. Or... I'm one of those. Middle-aged women, young males, and males over the age of 50. Well, this is a female. Anyway. Yeah, so middle-aged. <laughs> so she's thought to be in her 50s. I don't know how they've got to that demographic, but whatever. Um, recently had this very unfortunate experience. But instead of shrugging it off as a bad bat, she decided to take her grievances straight back to the shop she had purchased it from just hours earlier. According to metro.co.uk, which is a newspaper site, the unhappy customer returned to her local branch of Waitrose in Sirenchester, Oxirinchester in Gloucestershire to complain about a £1.49 Jackson seeded bloomer. So it wasn't even Waitrose's brand? <laughs> no. Oh my god. The woman is said to have presented the half-eaten loaf to customer services along with a handwritten note explaining exactly what was wrong with it. <laughs> Her blunt message reads, Quantity of seeds has increased over the last two months. Character of bread has changed. Not as good. Right. <coughs> when she says character, <laughs> what does she mean? Because this is really important to me and I need to know. Well, perhaps it doesn't... Does it not tell her any jokes anymore? It probably doesn't have a... Does a... it roll away from her in bed? The thing is, right, it's probably not of the same social economic background. <laughs> so it, <laughs> it doesn't... So they just don't get on anymore. Ah. Following this, an unnamed witness claims she continued to state her concerns about the bread for a further 15 minutes. She's got a chip on her shoulder about this bread, like. No, she's got a loaf of bread on her shoulder. The other that. shopper said, I don't think you could get more of a middle class complaint if you tried. Coming from a woman who shops in Waitrose. I went, I went in to pick up a parcel at lunchtime and at first didn't take much notice. But after a few minutes, I took a quick look at what was on the counter as I'm usually in and out after a few minutes. I've never seen anyone take such a firm view on seeds. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Does she not know <laughs> that you need to have everything in the white con quantity? <laughs> in the white quantity? Right quantity. The poor customer service worker has to hear the history of her bread buying. They added <laughs> they added she had apparently been buying that loaf for years. She really did seem quite upset. I don't know how long she was there for, but she was still there when I walked in and was still there 15 minutes later. If a company decides to change its recipe or get a bad batch, it's just one of those things. I'm quite amused by the fact that she ate half of it, just to be sure. Ultimately, the woman is believed to have been offered a full refund for the loaf and staff <laughs> promised to pass on her complaint. 
However, the manufacturers of the bread say there has been no change to the seeds used over the last two months. Jackson's marketing manager, Deborah Dyson, said the change we've made to our bread is to remove palm oil and this has been at the request of our customers but this hasn't affected our bread in the slightest and there's definitely no more seeds going into our seeded bloomer sorry to hear we've had sorry to hear we've had an unhappy customer we do have a white or a brown bloomer she might like to try instead <laughs> so, so it's basically fuck off and buy a different loaf of bread <laughs> well like ha- did, right I'd, i'm speechless can you tell <laughs> Does she go through and go, so Joseph, this slice of bread has six seeds and this slice of bread has 17. Don't be so silly, she's single, man. (laughs) (laughs) Joseph might not be our partner. She talks to the bread. Ear mate, well, it won't be ear mate. That's a bit bit low It's changed its character, probably doesn't talk to her anymore. Be like, oh, hello, darling Bloomer. How many seeds do you have in your loaf today? Oh, let's have a chat. (laughs) Over some toast. Um, But, like, what does she mean by character? The character of bread. Is it it a bit more dry than it used to be? Is she used to a moist slice? Well, the thing is, she's a Waitrose customer, and Waitrose customers get... What? It's not just any slice of bread. It's a Waitrose. It's a Waitrose slice no, of bread. No, that's M&S. That doesn't work. Uh, it does work, <laughs> though, because it's more relevant. Um, but anyway, the moral of that story is... Count your seeds in your loaf, guys. Exactly. And if there's more than 16 seeds in the entire loaf, then you are entitled to at least £100 of compensation. <laughs> <laughs> per slice of bread. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you just need to email that to I don't give a fuck dot com forward slash Oh my god Waitrose. Can you make a better email up? Oh I'm sorry, Kirsty is an arsehole at waitrose.com. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. That might actually exist. I might just create an account. No. Create an email no. account, seededbloomers at gmail dot com and just send every supermarket a complaint about the seeds in their bloomers. See what see who see how I get more out of. And then I can go back to Phyllis, this 50-year-old complainer, and be like... She might not be called Phyllis. Let's, let's be face. Let's face it. She'll be called Phyllis. Um, and... <laughs> or, or Margaret. Or Felicity. Um, or Emily. Oh Something, like, really snobby. How is Emily a snobby name? Amelia, then. Is that uh, better? No. Florence. Stop discriminating. <laughs> So anyway, uh, that's the story that if uh, I'm really annoyed, actually, but okay. See, we don't have this problem with our Warburton's White Toasty. No, and <laughs> we we don't shop in Waitrose, we shop in Okado. Okado. No, we don't. No, we don't, we go to Asda. <laughs> we go to Aldi and Little. We do not go to Aldi. <laughs> Who's the snobby one now? No. Oh, we do not go to Aldi. We don't. Aldi. We used to, but we don't anymore. No, we... We go to any supermarket that we fancy. Tesco's, Morrison's. The Sainsbury seems Alda. to be the firm favourite at the moment. So For online shops. I do think that Sainsbury's is the snobbier of the unsnobby supermarkets, though. Like, of the big five. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it's the snobbiest out of them. But they have came, they have dropped the prices in line with the rest of them. and They used to be really, really expensive, but now... But they don't offer multi-buy offers on certain things anymore, which really annoys us. Well, maybe we should be shopping at Waitrose. No. Clearly, they've got a really good well, customer Well, they've got a reasonable policy. sliced bread now, £1.49, whatever it was. I bet you that's for like a 112 gram loaf as well, you know. Oh, it'll be about this big, about the size of my hand. So, yeah. 
<laughs> so yes, um, and if you're listening, Phyllis, if you could share your experience, please. Of yeah, of, we would like to know. We'd like to we'd like you to reach out and find out exactly what the issue with the character of the bread is. There are, it's changed. There are two sides for every story, and we'd like to hear yours because it's a bit of a biased. I know side, that article was really rude. I know it. You could be, you know, it could be a genuine reason why you felt the need to complain for half an hour about seeds in your bread. I think that. Maybe it's time to give up Waitrose and maybe you know. too many seeds are interfering with our digestive system. Maybe she's just got a maybe she, maybe she's don't maybe she's ate that much seeded bread that seeds have replaced her brain cells. She's not going to reach out if you keep talking like that. Um, <laughs> I just mean that in a very polite way. So anyway, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind getting back to us, that would be wonderful. Yeah, I really want to know about the character <laughs> and also. If you can prepare a character statement from the bread in question as well, that would be nice. Because um, we'd like to know that. We would like to know his side of the story. What, uh, what you're saying, what, it's a male what, loaf of bread for. Because, could be female, don't hurt its feelings. It could be well, non-binary. It, well, it's bread. It could so be it's gender not fluid. Be I know, absolutely. I'm, I'm so sorry. Don't mention fluid. Nobody likes soggy bread. Uh, well, she might. That might be the problem. Okay, I think this has gone a bit too far now. <laughs> <laughs> A damp squib. <laughs> anyway, Phyllis. So, getting back to this, if you can please reach out to us at hello at gameof2.com dot com and send us your thoughts. Uh, you know, we'd really like to hear your side of the story. What if she's handed the bread back over to Wait Rose and we'll never find out the bread side of the things? Well, then we'll just have to take Wait Rose. Her, we'll just have to take her account of things. No, no, Wait Rose. If you could get us in touch with the bread. Oh yeah, if you don't mind, hook us up. Get, if you can get us the manufacturer contact number for Jackson so he can speak to that specific loaf. I know, that's what I can't... Like, why would you complain about a branded loaf of bread to Wait Rose? Because that's where she bought it from. But if the problem is not... Like, it's not with, like... If, if the, prob- the, the issue isn't that she bought it out of date. Like, it's nothing that Wait Rose can help. It's... They've, they've obviously changed something. Something's changed with the recipe or... Do you know what I mean? Why? Why? Well, I mean, I once had, I bought a box of fish fingers, the Bernard Matthews variety, and there was meant to be 16 fish fingers in the box, but there was only 15. So I'm not going to rock into Bernard Matthews and be like, oi, asshole, where's my extra fish finger? But would you go to like Asda if that's where you bought them from and be like, there's a fish finger missing? Yes. Would you actually? Well, yeah. Even though it was a Bernard Matthews branded product? Well, yeah, because the normal thing to do is not to complain directly to the manufacturer unless it's something like... The quality of the product or... Well, this is obviously about socio-economic class, isn't it? You're obviously very upper sheet. Uh... And you would complain directly to the manufacturer, whereas I would gain bargain well, based yeah, on the Yeah, because how, how can Waitrose... Ha- right. This has taken <laughs> way too much time. But how can Waitrose go, oh, yeah, Jackson's have put too many seeds in? They don't own Jackson's. Well, Jackson's don't own the seeds. Well, no, but they put them in the bread. They make the bread, Actually, so they're they accountable do. for it. They probably do own the seeds. Anyway, this is not really... Uh, you know what it is, right? The point is, there isn't... Right. Any, so, Guys, what we need to know is, would you go to the shop if you had a problem with a branded item, or would you go to the brand? That's what we need to know. I'm going to set up a poll. There is going to be a poll. Okay. Not <laughs> I need to know. Not a problem. We'll, we'll, we'll find out the answer to that question in the next show. 
which might not happen because you're I'm going to wring Kirsty's neck. You're going to cut all this bit out so that I'm no one ever knows how aggrieved I am. It's a good idea. <laughs> um, but anyway, what I really want to still going back to the original point of this, Phyllis. We really would like to know, and dear Mr. Waitrose, because I'm sure that's your actual name, if you can get in touch with us, please, with Jackson's details so we can speak to the bloomer in question. No, what we need to do is just buy a loaf of their bread. That'd be nice. Seeded bloomer, that would be good. Um, and it'll have it'll have on there, if you're not happy, please contact our customer services. It could do, you never know. I'll... It does, every product does. Okay, almighty genie, I didn't realise you knew every product packaging in the world. All right, Morium. Actually, that's the name of my doctor, I've just realised. I know, <laughs> six hours later. Anyway. <laughs> Why do you think I said it? So, that's it. That's all we're talking about for the seeded loaf. If you have any concerns... If you're annoyed at the length of time this has taken to get through this, <laughs> keep that side of things to yourself. <laughs> and answer the poll. Yes, answer the poll. That will be on. That will be everywhere. Kirsty will make sure of it. Okay. <laughs> Inspiration so we've reached that part of the show, the end of the show, where we just like to leave you with a nice positive comment, thought, or quote from the internet or somebody famous so Kirsty, if you'd like to do the honours please that'd be nice yeah so uh, I've picked this one I just want to give a little bit of backstory so me and Dylan have been working hard over the last couple of months it's months now um, trying to you know get a bit fitter lose a bit of weight and I think this really helps where we were and where we are at now with this so what holds you back is not what you are, it's what you think you aren't. Yes, I like it. So thank you very much for listening to this show. Again, really sorry it's been so long since we've been in your earlobes. Um, we will be back to producing regular shows. So as always, we'd like some feedback, good or bad. We're not, you know, we're not uh, ogres. Well, you know. If it could be good, that would be better. <laughs> constructive feedback or what have you um and stay tuned and thank you very much again for listening and i shall see you you shall see them we you and i you and i okay so goodbye bye It means the world to us that you've taken the time to listen to our show. If you want more, please subscribe on iTunes. If you have a few spare seconds to leave us a review, you will be forever in our hearts. Log on to GameOfTwo.com for more of what you came here for.